wherever you are at in your business, you even if this is day one for you and you're brand new, you need to be thinking, how do I build a team or be part of an infrastructure that has one? All right, welcome back, everyone. This is episode 74 of Leverage. Obviously, we'll been a while. Your desk. It's been a while. Dude, Pavel, we've been yeah. doing this for a while, dude. It's, yeah, it's been it's a 74th episode. Ride. 74th episode, dude. We do it like weekly. So, yeah, it's been a while. And we're glad to have Byron Lazine, uh, the guy that's actually behind the uh, broke, broke agent uh, media, right, Byron? That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, we have, we have a very exciting content on Instagram and uh, we checked checked it out, man. You're you're really uh, you're really crushing it, man. And I think I've met you at a Tom Ferry events uh, a few years ago. Oh, we got Buster Eleven from the five AM call. Yeah, there we Let's go. See that in the chat. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. There you go, yeah. dude. And I have a question for you. Out of the podcast that you've done, which one has been your favorite? I love. Well, I love the Byron Lazine podcast, which is you know, on the BAM network, because I could talk to CEOs, all that kind of stuff. But what Buster just said, the 5am call, man, that has helped so many people. Are you guys, you guys aren't hearing me twice, right? Because I'm hearing an echo in my... No, no you're, got, you're good. All right, cool. So the 5am call, which started like, I don't know, probably, I don't know, Buster might even remember more, maybe six years ago. It was just literally accountability. Waking up, at 5 a.m. It started with like four or five of us. Hey, are you up? What's your morning look like? Like, what are you committed mm -hmm. to today? And then more and more people wanted to join that. So we created this live call that people could call into and listen to it. And now it's become a podcast. We take that recording Monday through Saturday and we've been doing it for, you know, we used to do seven days a week. We've been doing this six years straight, uh, 5 a.m. call, five minute podcast a day. It's a five minute message. Because Tristan, like we know that the people, the agents that are going to be the most successful, they build capacity for themselves in the morning, right? This is business is the hardest sport in the world. So we've yeah. got to feed the body. We've got to get some physical activity out of the way. That might be whatever it is for you, right? In the morning, you've got to get that out of the way. Your first four hours of the day are super important so that you can take on appointments in the afternoon. And that's Really what the 5 a.m. call is about is those people that are just obsessed with growth, trying to get better every single day. So that, that one's probably been my most enjoyable pod. Dude, I love that. And then awesome. you've been on, I didn't know this about you, but you've been on the radio for a very long time. How did you get into that, man? Yeah, so radio, same thing. Maybe just about the same time. There was uh, locally a company who was doing a whole bunch of advertising on the radio. And he said, hey, uh, you know, we were connected. He was in my network. He said the radio station came to me and and said that I could have my own show. He's like, and he's just a, uh, you know, running a, a residential oil tank business. He's like, I don't want to do a show, but thought of you with all the content at the time. It was like a lot of Facebook content, all the content that you're doing. If you'd be interested in this radio show, and so I said, yeah, absolutely. Great thing about a local FM radio show, and you want to get on one of those political talk stations not to be political you say at the beginning of the show i don't talk politics i'm talking about your economy i'm talking about real estate i'm talking about the community but the reason a political talk show is is important to have your show on local radio is those mm -hmm. listeners never change the dial hmm. they're they're dialed into that 
all day long. Those are the most passionate listeners on radio and they're still using radio. And so we would, we created this, this thing where we would get uh, gift cards. We'd buy gift cards from local restaurants and we'd have people call in and win the gift cards. So we'd have four or five, six callers a show. And then, you know, what the person who's, who's running the board, they call it in radio gets all the information, all the information we want, phone number, email address, because that person wants that gift card. So they're giving everything when they call Ooh. in to get yeah. that. And so cool. then you build a newsletter for the radio and, and, uh, but the, but here's the big takeaway. I'll wrap up on the radio thing. If you're thinking about how do I start a podcast, listen to one of these local radio shows. Who's already advertising. <clears throat> they have leverage with the station. See if you can work with them for them to sponsor your show, get a spot on the weekend. And then now you have a podcast because they're going to do all the work, the radio station, you repurpose that, you upload it through Anchor, and now it blasts off to Apple and Spotify. And not only do you have a local radio show that you can leverage as the only person in your in your market that has this, but you can uh, have a podcast on all, all of these platforms by one, doing one hour a week. Dude, that is so... Pablo, Yo. you and I should start with... <laughs> we should it would be so so freaking controversial it would be crazy dude. exactly imagine, <laughs> would be imagine, imagine the content dude <laughs> it would be terrible it would be terrible uh, and good the ratings the, the ratings will go through the roof you know that <laughs> oh, shit, yes. all right yeah. thanks thanks for being on man we want to dive into part of the organization that uh, you run multiple multiple things here multiple businesses yeah. and and you have help and you have amazing help. help to be able to to accomplish what you're doing. So let's talk a little bit about what that help looks like, what the structure looks like, how you started building it, who the key people are. Start wherever you want, because that that I think helps all business owners listening in. Yeah, I mean, and I know that we're going to talk about basically the most important hire in your business. And so I'm going to keep it in that real estate agent side. Obviously I've got the broke agent media thing going, but I also have the number one team in Connecticut. These guys are rock stars. They're going to do almost a thousand transactions this year. And it's, it's the number one in closings year to date, but we wouldn't be able to do that without having a sick support staff. And so even if you're a single agent or you're part of a team or you're building a team, wherever you are at in your business, you even if this is day one for you and you're brand new you need to be thinking how do i build a team or be part of an infrastructure that has one reason being and i did a podcast with uh jared james that's going to come out this friday if you're don't even have one transaction what's going to happen when you do have a transaction you're going to be spending all your time on data entry on dates on you know mm -hmm. pushing paperwork on checking on an attorney on, on checking on on whatever and so the transaction coordinator is by far the most important hire anybody can make jared agreed he, he said it on the pod you've got to have that tc in your corner our whole goal and commitment every single day as real estate professionals is to talk to as many people as we can ryan surhan says it all the time add five people to your database every single day add five people to your database every single day. That's what we're trying to do is build the biggest database so that we can impact the most people, help them, help serve them buy, sell and invest in real estate. You don't do that 
by checking dates. This is how, as agents, we trick ourselves to believing that we're working. Oh, well, I'm, you know, taking care of, you know, pushing this inspection paperwork over here, or I'm getting in touch with the attorney. Somebody else more skilled than you at that task should be doing that for you. So a transaction coordinator is the first hire everybody should make. We have all, by the way, all of our TCs are virtual assistants, right? Mm. And so that's, to me, that's the best setup. Um, you know, obviously we're doing this with virtue desk right now. So, you know, uh, Pavel's going to be biased and he's, he's going to agree with me <laughs> on, on, on that. Um, but it, it allows you to get back to what you should be doing, which is getting in front of people, having those in-person relationships so that you can actually go deep. The more time you spend with your client, the more you get to know them on a deeper level and the more they're going to trust you to actually send you more business, the lifetime value of a customer. This is not a turn and burn business. That person could be worth a hundred, 200, $300,000 in future yeah. business. If you're able to, instead of rushing to the next appointment, rushing to the next thing, spend the extra half hour, spend the extra hour with that person upfront in the relationship because somebody else is doing the paperwork, checking the dates, and you don't have to have this crazy anxious mind that you've got to get back and literally do data entry or check dates. That's how agents ride this roller coaster. That's how they end up at the bottom of the roller coaster when they're doing the work that somebody else should be doing. So that's the most important hire, the first hire, having somebody manage that back end and it grows from there I, I think my first assistant well my first assistant that actually worked out is now our operations manager right you start to build yeah. from there mm, yeah it's funny how that works pavel that's funny that he said that because you and i run very similar patterns here. exactly we we are in a very similar pattern byron and uh my first hire actually was an isa because i needed more appointments and she got me some so many i mean like i had like three four a day then i started to get buried in the paperwork you know like what do i do you know then i didn't hire the transaction coordinator i was starting doing everything myself and then i got more overwhelmed you know so uh then i kind of like scaled down but i i mean i i did it wrong you you you're doing it right you know exactly well here, here as you know we're all entrepreneurs we're all business people it's going to take a little bit of risk and that's why I'm talking about like that morning is so powerful because it's not a risk if you're, if you're actually accountable, it's not a risk if you're investing in you every single day in the morning and you're super committed to getting your work done on your plate. The risk that I'm talking about is going and hiring before you actually need the person. Oh, because that okay. that's, that's when you have the time to train them, right? Right. So That's like, good. That's a good point. I, I, yeah. have you ever been in that situation where you hire a VA or, or an assistant or an employee and you're so busy that on their first day you're going into the office and you're freaked out because you don't, you know, you don't have the time to train this person. Oh you, yeah. Right. Of course. You, you, you like literally don't have the time because you're so busy yourself. So hire ahead of getting into that moment where you're so burnt out, you're so inundated right? Push two months of 
the bullshit that you i don't know if i can actually swear Pablo. yeah okay? of course you can all right yeah. so pu push two months of the bullshit that you are going to buy and push it in to hiring that va two months ahead of schedule so that you can sit there and train them on taking all of this stuff off your plate if you're committed mm -hmm. to like four solid weeks of intense training and with zoom it's perfect you're just like they're going to be doing data entry you're just going to be shadowing me on every single thing that i'm doing over the next four weeks that i need off my plate and that person's going to learn right and you've got to take the you've got to take the time to write the sop so they've got the bullet points they've got the checklist whatever it might be but now when you get it you know two months later your business is going to speed up five ten x what it was before so you don't buy the crap you don't buy the vacation you punt the whatever so you can invest in your business and get ahead every hire we've made we've done it two three four months ahead of schedule and we've got i don't know between mm. vas and employees over 15 people supporting you know 45 agents but our agents are able to do a sick amount of business right because we've got all of that support most offices that that agents are in have have literally two employees the office manager and, and one admin that's a really good point because uh we've seen our clients virtually as hiring and they don't know sometimes what to assign to their vas so we gotta help them out with the list of tasks that usually can be done sometimes they say well i don't even have a time to train i was like okay well we do basic training but you gotta you gotta do uh you gotta do like un onboard it into your systems and it's like my systems huh what is it you know so yeah a lot of yeah. people don't even have it you know <laughs> i don't care if you hire somebody from harvard that had harvard mba training yeah you've got to get them into your world your culture right like like what's your mission ours is to be better today than we were yesterday for ourselves first for our family second because if we're burnt out how are we going to be there for our family and our clients third right if we've mm -hmm. got a full tank of gas on those first two our clients can't burn to burn us out right and then we're adding people to our to our core values. So are are you uh, hungry? You got to be hungry to be here. Are you committed? And are you accountable? Right. And when when you know all that and you're in alignment with that, I don't care if you're from Harvard. You've got to fit into this culture. So that's the first thing. Do you fit into this culture? And are you willing to to do the for us do the hard work? You know, have the grit and all of that. Because mm -hmm. then all our systems and everything you're going to be a willing participant you're going to want it you're going to jump right in and i agree with you man it's it is accountability starts with the leader of course if, of course. if you don't if you don't have the stuff dialed in for them if you're not taking the time on a sunday to put 12 hours into planning how this week's going to look for your va oh i'm hiring a, a va on monday so you know i'll go sit on the beach all day on sunday and figure it out monday now spend the 12 hours writing out the sops putting together the schedule, onboarding them on Slack into all, all your other systems, whatever it may be. And that's going to really make it easier for the VA to help you, you know, basically to be able to help you. Because uh, a lot of times when we observe uh, agents who hire VAs, they have no systems, no SOP. So VA basically helps them uh, put it together by actually, you know, compiling the task, the, the list of tasks and by actually working for the person and then they come up with an SOP because the person doesn't really do it, you know? So exactly. You're saying really pretty, pretty good stuff here that you got to, you got to be able to, you know, to figure it out and, and write it up. Pavel, here's a big takeaway for, for folks. An SOP can be one page. 
It can be yeah. bullet points. It could mm-hmm. literally be bullet points of, you know, the procedure that you're going through. So, you know, the, you know, the things that you procedurally do inside and out because you do them every single day, make the bullet mm-hmm. points. And now I mean, we've had VAs that have been with us for five years. Now that person who took an SOP from a bullet point has written it out in long form detail because they're a leader within the organization. 100%. Right? That's, that's how yeah. cool this thing, this works, right? When you get a VA who's a, a rock star and they're rock stars, if you give them the ability to be that, you give them mm-hmm. the platform, don't blame, have accountability, right? Because you've set them up to succeed. They can take these things to the next level for you. So it may start with a bullet point like you. I'm a bullet point everything, right? I have mm-hmm. a... We did our mega monthly meeting today and I have a procedure for how I run the meetings, right? It's a bunch of bullet points on one sheet. That thing goes out to them with full transparency the night before the meeting. It's called the meeting notes, right? But everything can start one page bullet points and then you rely on people better than you, those leaders, which a leader in your organization can be a VA to take it Mm -hmm. to the next level and fill it out over, over time. 100%, 100%, exactly. Yeah, that's so true, man. So here I have a question for you. In your building out your future business and you're hiring people for that future business, what are you looking for in that talent so that they help you grow? So that you, I mean, we all make mistakes in hiring, but what lessens that mistake when you're hiring? What are you looking for? Yeah, absolutely. So we we invite people into, like today when we had our, monthly mega meeting, we had agents from other brokerages here, right? Because I want to know upfront if you're going to be freaked out by what our, our mission is, what our core values are, right? Like if you're not a full-time professional, completely committed, this is going to be an environment that you're going to know right off the bat, I don't want to be a part of. And so even in our hiring process, when you know, we, we've interviewed myself and Carolina, my ops manager, hundreds of VAs over the years, but we want to ask like, Hey, you know, what's a difficult experience that, that you've gone through that you're super proud of your ability to get through it? Because to us, that's going to speak to that hunger, that like willingness to do the hard work, that commitment, right? Sometimes you'll hear people say, Oh, I don't know. I, I can't think of anything hard that I've been through. We're, we know now in the interview process, they're probably not in alignment with how we think. So, so we want to be upfront about what our core, we, we don't talk about a lot of people create a core value. They put it on their wall and they never, you never hear about it again. Just for right? decoration, right. office decor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're talking about exactly. it nonstop all the time. So in that interview yeah. process and, and we're always future pacing, you know, I, I like, to be thinking about the future, the vision. When we do these monthly meetings, when we're hiring somebody like, hey, here's what I'm thinking about in one year. Here's what I'm thinking about in two years. Here's what I'm thinking about in three years. Because I want someone that's excited about the future that we're building, right? Not somebody that's here just to like stop in for six months and, and bounce out something else. But if you can show them, it's your job as the leader to show them that future and make it exciting where it's like, man, the faster we get this part done, now we get to that. It's, it's yeah. a ladder. You, you, people, you got to show them the ladder on, on how they can climb it. So these are all discussions, like full transparency when we're hiring people, where we're heading, 
And is that exciting? Is it the right fit? I ask, uh, we actually just started another VA this week. And, you know, I said to her, I said, Hey, if, if, if you were picking the perfect schedule for you, what does it look like? Right. If you, if you could pick what out of these activities, what do you like the most? I want that feedback from that individual. Cause I want to put them and their strengths in the best position to succeed. And everybody's got strengths and you're just trying to figure out, you know, what are, what are their most useful assets because they're going to excel if they're using that every single day. That's true. There's a question from the audience here yep. for you, Byron. What do you guys think about VAs versus, oh, I'm sorry, VAs as ISAs? Do you recommend that? Question mark. Yeah, um, we, we have a VA right now that's supporting our ISAs. I would recommend that for sure. I want a very clean CRM. I don't care what CRM you use. You've heard the saying, it's only, you know, it's only good if you use it's the it. One so you use. Yeah. It's the one you use. So whatever you use, but you got to use it every single day. You got to feed it information every single day. And if you're on any of these, you know, lead sources that are dumping leads into those CRM, you've got updates for them too. So we have a VA that's managing, helping our ISAs manage that CRM and manage those other updates so that the agents don't have to worry about five CRMs. They're worried about their main CRM, but if it's Zillow or realtor.com or whatever, that I that uh, VA is taking that information, updating those other platforms uh, per the direction of the ISAs and making sure that the CRM is super clean, that we've got great data, that we have the updates going in there that we need. The next step from there to me is to number one, super clean, functional, operational CRM. The next step that a VA can be great for is setting up some of these automations within your CRM, right? Mm -hmm. Some of the automation mm -hmm. touch points that are going to help you in a bit. Like we had an agent, uh, we had a panel here. I don't know, a few, a few weeks ago. And, and we were actually talking, we're on FUBS, we were talking about FUB or whatever. And she's like, oh my gosh, as we're talking about it, as we're masterminding, I just got a response from one of the automation emails from these folks that I did a deal with two years ago. And they want to literally buy a million dollar property. They're not selling their current home, but they're going to buy a million dollar house. And it was through one of the automation. So, so that's the next step is, is once you've got a clean operational CRM, setting up some automations. And then number three, I would then go to having a VA potentially make calls, but this is now they've gone through those first two steps. This is just me, right? They've gone through those first two steps to know the area geographically. It's super important, right? Like that VA is gonna be virtual somewhere. They don't know the area geographically, but through having a clean database, through learning these locations, um, they're, they're going to be better versed. That's a really important part of an ISA's job is to me being able to pronounce and, uh, know a lot of these key locations mm -hmm. as if, as if they were a local, but that's on you as the leader to put them in that position to succeed. And so 
I may, I may not just want somebody making calls right off the bat without having the background of going through those other, you know, for us, every call is made in the CRM. So going through and having the, the backdrop of the CRM first, uh, you may have a system that, then Pablo sounds like you've had, uh, VAs jumping into calls right off yeah, the bat. I did. That, that's I did, different yeah. from that's how I, that's that. my, my first hire, my first hire when I was selling real estate was a, an ISA and. Um, I trained her to do FISBO expireds and pre-foreclosures. And uh, we had really good success on pre-foreclosures because nobody in the area uh, was actually doing that. You know, So she was the only one calling people who were in default and uh, you know, getting me the listing appointments. Same goes for FISBOs. Uh, the only challenge I had at first with her, but she was scheduling appointments for me like every hour where I needed some travel time. So I was like, what are you doing? You know? And then she 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 had to learn she had to learn how to how to pronounce the, the the names of the cities, especially here in Seattle area, like Issaquah, you know, uh, you know, Sammamish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're they're spelled way differently. I don't even struggle. know how to pronounce that, dude. Exactly, yeah. you know. So, um, you know, but again, um, she was scheduling appointments for me, and it was pretty good. But again, I had to spend a lot of time training her, and like training on the job training, like um, between calls uh we had a call with her i'm driving somewhere to an appointment we had a call with her and she has questions about the potential scripts or objections so i'm giving her like so i did like one-on-one -on -one with her um you know as far as objection handling uh so and you know I'm, that's that's actually fatima you've met her byron yeah yeah yes absolutely she used to be, used hey, to be my isa dude <laughs> that's awesome oh she's yeah. she's brilliant too i by yeah. the way the whole name of the game is outbound activity. Yeah. Can you increase your outbound activity? So Pavel, that was a way for you to increase outbound activity, but I'm going to go back to it's only working. And we do, we have a new agent program where every Monday through Thursday, these guys are reporting to our new agent program director, uh, our brand new agents from nine to noon and from nine to nine 30 is role play. Well, guess what? Me as the leader, I jump on those role plays. I'm, I'm jumping into our CRM and making live it, yeah. calls, making live calls in, in front of our agents. And same thing with the ISA. I'm making the live calls. Like, let's go. Let, let me jump in here, show you the live call, work through the script. I'll make mistakes in front of you. And boom, guess what? After the call, here, here's the learn, you know, here's the takeaway. Here's what we can learn from that. Here's where I should have went, or here's why I did go here, and here's why it worked out. You've got to spend that time up front with the VA, the ISA, who, you know, whatever it's going to be to actually make the calls with them, to show them how it works, to role play with them. Mm -hmm. That's putting, putting in the time into your business. You're not going to scale unless you sacrifice this time up front. Oh, you gotta, you gotta, if you want to, you know, basically scale absolutely. You got to spend some time. It's not exactly a plug and play model. No, looks like Tristan has a question. No. Yeah, question from Donnie. Yeah. Donnie says, hey, Byron, any tips on how to reward your VA? Do you recommend it? Pay them Absolutely. on time. Yeah, yeah, I highly recommend it. You know, obviously, yeah, you should pay every bill on time, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice thing about paying, nice thing about paying Virtue Desk or, <laughs> or whatever is, is uh, you, you can collect some, some Amex points. You can't do that yeah. on, your w, on your W-2s. So yeah. I love, I, I love that about, uh, that is the biggest secret, dude. That is the biggest secret, yeah. by the way. Yeah. I, 
you just can't do it with the W two. Sorry, Bobby. No, no offense to how you get paid over there. Bobby's <laughs> my video producer, but I love paying that that VA more than than anybody else. Anyways, um, absolutely. I we've done it throughout the years. You, like any other employee, you see somebody working hard that's committed, that's loyal to the company, and wants to help you grow. Then there's going to be times and places where sending in a little extra cash. Uh, you know, is beneficial, obviously, to them in their life, but to you and your business, right? So I would absolutely find times throughout the year to reward uh, a VA. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, Christmas bonus, um, you know, or just like, you know, a random Tuesday, I I see how committed you are. Like, just want to send you a little something extra. I mean, like, we handed out gas gift cards to some of the agents that, you know, excelled over the last month, that little bit of just, I appreciate what you're doing goes a long way, whether it's a VA, an agent or an employee. So absolutely, I would do that. And just spend the time too. like, you know, there's a, as you scale and your, your organization gets bigger, you may have an operations manager who's managing all the VAs, for example, or, mm-hmm. or whatever. But as the leader, hey, once every couple of months, like, here's a way to reward people just hop in and spend 10 minutes on zoom with them. Like, how's this working for you? You know, what do you, what, where are you guys seeing some of the, you're a valuable member of this team. What are the weak spots in our business? And Oh, by the way, I freaking want you to know, I appreciate you. Like, I love what you're doing uh, and let them know like, Hey, I, we're a big believer in like, we're going to all make mistakes, whether it's the VA or the employee or the agent, like there's going to be mistakes made. Let's get freaking better. Let's identify it. Let's get better and move on. But let them know, that you appreciate that they're picking themselves back up and and putting in the work 100 percent, 100 percent. yeah good response buddy good yeah. response all right byron that's all the time we've got with you man where awesome. do people follow you where do they find you how how do they get more of you yeah so definitely go on to brokeagentmedia.com the, the site you know hit that up and it, actually if you sign up for the newsletter we're working right now. I think it's going to drop in a week or two on a, um, an ebook series that it's actually co-branded with, with, with you guys, with virtue desk on yeah. our entire playbook on what to do. Okay. So how to hire, how to onboard, how to train. So th- this first ebook, I just reviewed it actually this morning with our senior editor. The thing's multiple pages long and she, we had my operations manager taking time, you know, a couple hours uh, a day for like three weeks straight working with the writers on perfecting this ebook. So I would just sign up to that newsletter. We're going to, we're going to drop it with virtue desk here in the next week or two, but it's our playbook from, from, from my organization that has gone from, you know, you know, me as a solo agent years ago to now, you know, 60, 70 people, a thousand units this year, you know, that includes the VAs and the employees and everybody. And this is exactly how we're onboarding, training, identifying, hiring, building SOPs. It's, it's all in there, everything that we're doing. So I would do that and then hit me up, send me a DM on Instagram. If we're not connected already, if you were on this, just go at Byron Lazine on Instagram, send me a DM 
so that I can follow you back and, and say hello and, and thank you for your time on, on this webinar. Awesome. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. All right, guys. Appreciate you guys. Yeah. Keep, I'll see you next month in Dallas. Things. I can't wait. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Let's do it. Right. Let's do it. All right, bro. Have Thanks, a good Justin. one. Thank see you. Bye-bye.